0: Thank you. Continues. This is...
1: inches my wife got eight and a half inches you know how long it takes me to give her eight and a half inches
2: two pumps (laughs) a
1: couple nights uh yeah we're covered (laughs) in snow up here (laughs) in south central pa Um, yeah it's a nice cozy you look out but we've had like it's weird we we went from summer to winter in like three weeks and it just uh, sucks so yeah we're we're covered in snow but good news is you can watch movies while you're covered in snow yes and drink beer
2: oh yeah a couple couple winter warmers yes oh man it does it looks nice but i don't want to be out in, in it no no so uh, yeah,
1: welcome back everybody. We took yeah. week off. Um, our, this is
2: our first episode in November.
1: That's right. It's crazy. Yes. Well, we took off for the midterms. Yeah. We, yep. uh, we were out polling, mm-hmm. and galloping, and well,
2: you know how it went. <laughs> you know how these things go. Some yes. win, some lose. Hmm.
1: Nothing ever changes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, welcome back, and uh, hopefully you can forgive us. And we got a lot of beer to talk about, a lot of yeah. movies to talk about tonight.
2: Well, hopefully you f- you can forgive me because it's my fault we haven't recorded.
1: No, absolutely yes. not. You've been mm-hmm. watching stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. You went and you watched. uh yeah. Are you well, going to review not the movies? The game you watched. <laughs> yeah. Um, real. Uh, I don't know. I had some third act problems, um, (laughs) but ultimately, you know, just happy ending. Just feel good sports story.
1: Mm -hmm. No Dana Ma. Yeah.
2: A lot of. uh, Yeah. Um, Got a lot of no names playing the Bulls. And.
1: Mm -hmm. uh, What was it? um, Wasn't it. uh, Golden State who. Who beat the bulls like where uh steph curry went for like
2: went bananas on was it uh, them uh this season yeah um not steph curry someone else broke a record was it clay clay thompson clay thompson, thompson broke yeah, yeah he broke he, he went off on the bulls i think he had like 14
1: threes or something like that yeah
2: he was just shooting the lights out <laughs> yeah the bulls are not good but it just i don't know there's something something cool about you know seeing that jersey Yeah, Um, but yeah. Ot, I think I talked about this on Mavs but Ot asks, like, who are we cheering for? (laughs)
3: Hmm.
2: Not the Bulls. (laughs) 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 The the Pelicans might make the playoffs if they learn to win on the road this season, but
1: yeah. Uh, Well, yeah. That's don't worry about it. That's uh, yeah. When you get a chance, because we are we're kind of limited in the days we can record. It's probably it's usually two days, and uh, yeah, small window. yeah, so when you get a chance to go see a game, you got to go do it. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, well, uh, we're not here to make excuses. Mm-mm. We're here to talk about beer. What you drinking tonight?
2: I am having a beer from literally across the street. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I went and got I, – I brought this because I didn't want to uh, – Get, um, I didn't want to bring home like another plastic cup because I have this like souvenir cup, all these souvenir cups from barbecue places down here. I'm right. Like, this is sixteen ounces. Will you give me a beer? Like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, so yeah, <laughs> I'm drinking a lanyap. Lanyap. Uh, yes. It's uh. Common, common term you hear down here. It's uh, something, a little bonus, a little extra, a little. Um, oh, uh, Google Dictionary just des- defines it as something given as a bonus or extra gift. Um, <laughs> I like this one. Wikipedia says a small gift given to a customer by a merchant at the time of purchase, such as a 13th donut. On purchase (laughs) of a dozen. (laughs) That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah, so um, Lanyap is a coffee stout um, from Miel Brewery, which uh, recently opened up. That is literally across the street from me. Uh, It is a coffee stout made with Cherry Roasters uh, coffee. Cherry Roasters local place. Actually, right by the bar I work at. Um, none of these things are far from each other though. So, you know, uh, and it is right now, my favorite beer that they have made there. This is the fifth beer that they've put on tap over at Miel and, uh, slowly, but surely expanding their, uh, Expanding their styles, and I gotta say, I'm really happy with this one. I give it a 3.75. It's got a nice coffee flavor, um, good full stout body, roasty, and it actually has like a little bit of sweetness at the finish. Okay. Um, and I guess what it's made with is cold brew, and cold brew a lot of times, um, if it's done right, it's a lot smoother and does have a little bit of. Like I guess a nat- more of a natural sweetness to it, mm. um, because cold brew is usually made um, over time instead of uh, the um, instead of pouring hot water over coffee and then putting it on ice. The cold brew just sits, and it's a lot smoother, a lot less of that acidity. Mm-hmm. So smoother, richer coffee um, going into this uh, this lanyap, and I think it shows cool so yeah i'm a fan interesting hmm
1: lanyap
2: Land yaps. oh yeah hmm. cool uh
1: yeah i i just well you know how much i know about coffee uh, mm-hmm. I actually had two cups or two mugs today because wow. i was uh working outside yeah i guess and you, uh i saw yeah, what you were working lunch in. T- lunchtime my hands were freezing oh, yeah. and i was like i need to go get some coffee mm-hmm. um uh sweet um and sweet coffee so cool mm-hmm. um i did uh i was really happy with my beer tonight I've been saving it for a special occasion mm-hmm. um and because it is a summer session uh a summer session ale a soft summer session soft summer session ale mm-hmm. uh i figured oh what better day could I do it on but a day that it snows. Eight and a half inches, yeah. um, and it's from uh, uh, Pizza Boy Brewing Company. Yes, um, I love and it. It's, <laughs> yeah, and it's called uh, Super Tight, which uh, also is—I've uh, been saving it for a, a rainy day because mm-hmm. I know you'd appreciate the the um, the name. But it oh, uh, yeah. it is so uh, a soft summer session ale this tastes like a very it's it tastes like a a very light new england i p a um oh, interesting it a very like zesty uh refreshing um it's got a very really rich aroma to it um, um yeah it's i really like this thing it's um I gave it three seven five. Um, it's it, it leaves your mouth a little dry at the end, which is a bad thing. You still on there with me? Yes. Okay. Uh, some for some reason, my, my computer cut you off. Um, it, I, it it kinda, it kind of sucks the moisture out of your mouth, but like as soon as the finish is maybe a little dry, but mm-hmm. the the initial flavor and taste of it, and the uh, aroma, the nose, whatever you call it, um, it it goes down super smooth. Um, I gave it 3.75. I think I probably should bump this up, because it is... The more I drink it, the more I really, really like it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to try to maybe get a couple more of these, because it's worth it. Um, and As far as being a summer ale, I mean, I guess, but... Uh, this is, I for me, it's an all-year-round drinker. Uh, it's uh, 4.5 ABV um, and uh, no IBU to speak of, Ooh. but um, <laughs> Citra, uh, uh, Simcoe, uh, and Chinook for fruity. Citrus-like hop character it takes you back to the beaches and washes away the stress. <laughs> Notes of an endless summer papayas, smoothies palm trees grapefruit brine and melon balls by the beach is how they explain it mm-hmm. i don't know all about okay. that i just really like it uh is, and in its is a melon light, ball a uh, drink
2: yeah so, it's a, so this beer reminds you of a, an alcoholic drink
1: <laughs> yeah okay uh um yeah, it's a, it's a nice little break from some of the darker beers I've been drinking, mm-hmm. um, which is something I have been doing, and it's nice to have a little bit of different a palate cleanser. I, I would say heard that. So, but yeah, there it is. So super tight and it it's pretty super tight.
2: Super tight, bro. I love it. Um, and there you go. Endless summer. The can art is yeah uh, takes you right back to movies. That's right.
1: Gotta love it. Yeah. Synergy. Yes. And I try to take it, I try to get a good background picture of it. We, uh, we put down a tree right in front of our house and it's, I mean, a giant tree. We're waiting for someone to come and, um, cut it up Mm -hmm. for us. Um, uh, because I can't do like that kind of stuff. I don't have that kind of, uh, thing, but they're Mm -hmm. we're going to take big old planks from it and that's where I'm going to make my bar top and stuff for the basement here. So that's the, the big log sitting behind the picture and my super tight
3: picture of my super tight beer,
2: super tight. That is awesome. That, that, that right there is awesome. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: All right. Super tight. Anything else going on in the, uh, beer world? Uh, no, not anything really. Um, I've been,
1: Keeping slow and steady. Um, drinking a little Evan Williams, a little bourbon.
2: Oh, well, yeah. You got those winter warmers. It's time.
1: Yeah. The w- those winter mornings. Is that what you said? Uh, yes, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I like to well treat every
2: morning like it's a winter morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Um.
1: So, yeah, a little little bourbon, Yeah. Uh, which I, I really enjoy bourbon, especially just cut just a little bit just so it goes down so smooth.
2: Yeah, Any. I'm, uh, like, I'm I'm an enjoyer of that stuff, but I'm out of my depth. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I don't, I barely know what I'm talking about with beer. You expect me to know a whole spectrum of things?
1: Know hmm. more than one? Yeah. Of things?
2: Come on, man. Uh, but, yeah. So, cool. Cool, cool, cool. I'm anticipating a lot of drinking this weekend, um... Doing uh, doing a little uh, run down Chapatulis, which is the street that all the breweries are on down here, it's spelled just how it sounds. <coughs> um, and uh, that'll be nice because it's been a while since I've actually like gone done any like bar hopping. So right. excited. It's weird like
1: when you guys visit each other. So if you're talking about Rob and Jess coming in to visit you. Yes. And like for you, it's weird that like people go to New Orleans and they go to Vegas, right? For fun, but you guys go to each other's towns. <laughs> yeah,
2: we go hang out at each other's houses in yeah. in these destination cities. Yeah, uh, it's a little weird, but yeah, I. But cool. Yeah, no, I I, I know what you mean though. It's, I mean, I think. I agree with you, but definitely more Vegas is like, oh, where are you staying? My friend's house. <laughs> right. Yeah. Does he have a casino in his yeah. uh, basement? <laughs> yes, he does. I'm going to stay with my friends. One's a police officer, These the other is a school teacher. Guess where mm-hmm. they live? Hmm. I don't know. Wyoming? Vegas. <laughs> South Central P. <laughs> Heck yeah. Well that would be cool. Uh, yes, are there any yeah.
1: breweries there like close to you that you haven't gone to?
2: No. Um at this point I have to you said leave that, like, New Orleans. disdainfully. No. <laughs> uh, well,
1: certainly not. I yeah. You suggest.
2: Yeah, I've I have uh hit them all. More or yes. less. Li- mm, no, that's not true. There's one that I've only been to once. And it's not really a quality thing, it's more of an access thing. Yeah, it's like you got to drive there and there's nothing else really around. So. Yeah. No. Uh <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I um I say it with disdain because this was um a conversation I was just having with Molly about like there's some really good breweries out here that make really good beer, um but they're a bit of a drive away. Like talking There's a good one in Baton Rouge, which is an easy hour and a half, especially while with traffic could be more. Um, There's ones that are just like in these little pockets of Louisiana that nothing else is going on in. Um, So we want to visit those, but,
0: you know. You have to make a weekend of it.
2: Well, not even that, but as we were discussing earlier, are just our windows of... When you yeah. when you you and I can re- record those windows where Molly and I have a day off together are are even slimmer. Yeah. Yes. Uh especially
1: yeah, working in the service industry. Yeah. You gotta yep. accommodate the the peeps.
2: Yes, yeah. It's like do I really want to take a day off and miss out on like a good day at work? Yeah eventually yeah i'll be like well (laughs) that's what i want to do but in the meantime yes um all right well uh let's get into some movies yeah absolutely we've got a you've got a lot to talk about i've i've got my uh listening cap on
1: okay well i i want you to chime in and um maybe um there's a couple i'm just going to kind of mention real quickly um Uh, a movie that came out this year, Leave No Trace, Ben Foster, Mm -hmm. and, um, uh, Tomasin, Tomasin McKenzie, um, I think it's introducing her, Uh, it's kind of about a, a a father who has like PTSD, and his daughter, and he, uh, they live kind of, a homeless life, Mm. he can, Provide for her and stuff. It, it, it's a, it's an interesting movie. It's kind of a bummer. Um, there's no real fun parts in it, but uh, it it is interesting. Ben Foster's always great. Um, it was uh, directed by Deborah uh, Granick, who uh, did *Winter's Bone*.
2: Mm. Um, uh, *Stray Dog*. Um, yes, yeah, so yeah, she likes I, those uplifting. Fun movies
1: yes very <laughs> very uplifting fun movies uh, uh, interesting movie check it out if you get a chance it's uh, okay. for Ben Foster and really for the the young young lady that is his places da- daughter uh, Thomason uh, Mackenzie she she really nails it she's probably she's the main character in this movie and it's, she does a good job um, I watched the movie devil um, which was I don't I'm sure you remember it coming out, but it was... Um, uh, oh, yes, yes,
2: yes. The it Elevator was, movie?
1: What's that? Is this the yes, one that's elevator, in the elevator? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it, I think it was M. Night Shyamalan, Shyamalan's, Like, it was produced or made by him or written by him, at least.
2: Um, yeah, he had his name on... He didn't direct it, but... He, he, well, he, he kept his, his name, name all over off it, it,
1: I think, because his name was... It, this came out in, like, 2010, whenever, like, his name was Mud... Um, this, this movie reminds me a lot of like cube or,
2: um, uh, remember the movies (laughs) that, uh,
1: Fredo had us watched, uh, the square or the, uh,
2: circle and shit. Um, the one with the test. Oh oh man. I can't remember. Yeah. So I'm, I can't remember the name of that one. I'll I'll try and find it, but, uh, devil, (laughs) From the mind of M. Night Shyamalan, it's it's right on the poster. <laughs> oh, is it really? Okay, yeah. And then maybe I'm. So, well, no, because I remember there being a lot of confusion where people thought it was an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Right. And it's uh, and not. Yeah, I remember
1: this. Uh, like, you, oh, he, uh, the story was. He
2: by came up M. Night with the story and, and produced it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, a bunch of. Well, what's interesting is uh, that Logan Marshall, Logan Marshall Green yeah. is in this. Um. And um uh Bukim Wood Woodbine. It's one of those guy actors. Um mm-hmm. he was uh uh what was the last thing I remember? Oh Spider Man Homecoming he was in. Um but regardless, um this is it felt like one of those movies, kind of a situational horror movie where, you know plots and twists and weird mm-hmm. things and like it keeping the, the audience off their I don't know. It was eh, eh, you know, it was I gave it a five. Okay. Um, <laughs> um I watched the Meg.
2: Yeah. All right.
1: All right. So um all right. I want you to jump in and wait in I d-
2: Logan Marshall Green was in Spider Man Homecoming?
1: No, 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 no. Um,
3: uh, well, I'm looking...
2: Uh, he's credited in it. I'm looking... Oh, is he? Yeah, because I, I clicked over from...
3: Hmm. Yeah. Well, That's, there you go.
2: Yeah, Jack okay. As
1: Jackson Bryce.
2: Shocker number
1: one. Okay. Oh, you know what? He was, because he was... Um, he looked... He had like
2: the uh, oh, see, yeah. He had like
1: the big old, like beard or sideburns yep. or something like that.
2: Yeah. So the first picture that comes up is of his like ashes, <laughs> if you're looking on IMDb. But right. then when you click over, yeah, he's got the shaved head and the like. Pretty much much this things. going on, yeah.
1: Yeah. And then what's weird is that Bukim. Yeah. Wood Woodbean, Woodbine 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 was. Took over for him, and he was in a movie also. Yeah, so that's weird. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Um. So, uh, the Meg. Hmm. All right. So, um, the uh, I'm I'm convinced this movie was made for a foreign foreign market.
2: Yeah. Um. So I think it was like subsidized, or uh, there's some part of like. The way it's paid for is like okay. the Chinese market.
1: Well, it it would make total sense because in because there's a heavy um, and what's weird is like there's in this movie there's like huge archetype people. All right, mm-hmm. like uh, you know you get Jason Statham who is like the hero badass guy, but you have the the kind of love interest who is. Uh, I think she's Chinese and her dad is Chinese and Mm -hmm. they have a, and, and she has a daughter and they're kind of the main characters, but they're all surrounded by like these very one note characters that in this whole cast. So like, it's the, the, the black guy who doesn't swim, (laughs) um, the fat guy (laughs) who is a nerd or is loud and great, you know, um, it's the, um, uh, the rich, rich billionaire who just comes stumbling onto the scene and, and is the bad automatically, you know, he's the bad guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's, it's a weird, it's a, it's an odd movie to watch. Um, because, and what, what I think is there's not a lot of subtext to this movie. So I think it's easy to translate from, from one audience to another audience. Sure. Um, and which makes a lot of sense if you're making a big budget movie and it's for foreign markets or by foreign markets to, mm-hmm. you know, it, it actually, you know, what it might, it may feel like is like what we, what we produce here and send Cine- overseas doesn't quite hit the right notes. Maybe for those people, mm-hmm. no, I don't mean to say those people, but like, like when they're watching it, like they don't see, they don't feel you know when we when we um export movies mm-hmm. uh, there's notes they're not going to get you know just by not living here and sure. this yeah. felt like a movie like i wasn't getting some of the notes and i felt because i didn't live there maybe you know like there's some uh like what you expect in certain movies you see and see again and it just felt like a, a kind of like a foreign movie with but was made uh, in English. I right, guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's a weird it was a weird odd movie. I I mean it wasn't good. There were so like blatant rip-offs of um of course. Jaws. Yeah. I mean blatant like um uh the um uh the, the Kitner boy <laughs> and that that yeah. scene where he wants to go back into the ocean. It's mm-hmm. it's a kind of a fat little kid who, like, comes up to his mom, I want to go back in and swim.
3: Mm-hmm. And
1: then as everyone's running out of the water, the mom is running into the water looking for her kid. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, like, blatant, just absolute ripoffs of Jaws. It's it's weird. Um, but, yeah, uh, I gave this a three.
2: Nice. Yeah. It was just,
1: uh, I watched it last night while I was trying to go to sleep, and I just kept watching and kept watching it. Um, <laughs> hmm. Uh two more movies before I get into week oh I'll let you talk. <laughs> um did I'm, you hear I'm fine? Um, <laughs> the movie the movie You were never really here. You were never really here. Um, uh Walking Phoenix. Yes. Uh directed by uh, uh Lynn Ramsey uh who did um we need to talk about Kevin. Mhm. All right. Uh it's kind of like a like a hobo hitman or you know like
2: like hobo with a shotgun, but less yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, kind
1: of like that, yeah. <laughs> um, um,
2: oh, so. yeah, this doesn't sound very fun.
1: No. Um, <sighs> it's streaming on Amazon right now. Yeah. Watch it at your own risk. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I didn't love it. Um. I I was just kind of pissed off. It, it it kind of same thing. It's it's dealing with PTSD, mm-hmm. uh, ex military guy uh, trying to find a way to make a living, <clears throat> uh, doing and like uh, what is it? Hooker with a heart of gold, or you know, <laughs> hitman with a heart of gold. Yeah, that kind of thing. Um.
2: Uh, it, they could have done a lot oh. better
1: with what they had.
2: He um, looks scary in some of these pictures I'm looking at um, from yes, production. Yes, he is
1: very. Uh, he there's he does not, <clears throat> he does not, uh, he's not like, doesn't get buff for this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't like an action star turn yeah. for him. Um, I think this is close as close as Joaquin Phoenix is going to do. To a uh, action movie or a superhero movie, I would say.
2: Well, I mean, but, he is the Joker, so.
1: Well, I guess. There <laughs> you go. Um. Uh, yeah i I don't know, man. It's an hour. And, it's an hour and a half long. It's not long. Mm-hmm. If you want to take a dive and watch it, it's there are there is a lot of good things in this movie, but there is also some things I kind of got upset with. Uh-huh. um a little bit too artistic um but some really good stuff too so i don't know mm-hmm. check it out at your own risk and uh i took my son and my wife to go see the grinch heck um, yeah maybe they just came out last week
3: mm-hmm.
1: um and was really happy about and this movie is fun it's nice mm-hmm. uh sweet uh it's narrated by pharrell williams which is fun um it stars uh ben- Benedict Cumberbatch as the Grinch. Mm. Um uh Keenan Thompson is a uh, a big part of it.
2: Nice. That which I is like. cool.
1: Um uh Angela Lansbury makes an, an appearance in it too. So uh it's this is all animated. So like we had the original animated movie, you know, whatever in the 60s. Right. Or, you know, or maybe the 70s. Uh the Grinch. And then we had the Jim Carrey adaptation. And now we get this, which is a little bit more of a dive into it. It's not, it does, it's not word for word from the mm-hmm. Dr. Seuss book. Uh, they, take, they do some uh, narration changes and some story changes. But for the most part, it's, uh, my son loved it. He thought it was awesome. Uh, Br- Brooke really liked it. Uh, the One thing I was really happy to see is uh, uh, one of the directors was uh, Scott Mosier. Which, um, really? Yeah. So, like, he's done a lot of producing on a lot of animated stuff. Like, he did, um, he did, uh, what's that, Turkey Run or
2: Chicken Run? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Is that uh, the Wallace and Gromit style yeah. stuff? Yes. Um, yeah. So, like, he's done
1: some stuff, but this, I'm glad to see him get a director role on this. So, yeah. yeah because I'm a fan of Smogcast and of, you know, of uh, you know Kevin Smith and one of the driving forces uh, behind Kevin Smith was Scott Moser for mm-hmm. all those years, kind of like the unsung hero. Uh, he was snowball. So, uh, but anyways, yeah, The Grinch uh, got a family, got a kid. It's it's worth the watch, even if it's not. It's not a bad Christmas movie to watch. Uh-huh. Uh, and Benedict Cumberbatch, I'm starting to become a fan of his. I used to think he was just like this stuffy Brit that I'm never going to get him, but like <laughs> seeing him in um, what was it the uh, the Last Avengers movie?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I really liked him as Doctor Strange in that movie. I didn't really like him in the the original Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, that movie uh, but him a tête-à-tête uh, with um, you know with uh, uh, Tony Stark, you know that was fun. You know him going back and forth with him. Mm-hmm. And him in this, uh, yeah, he pulls it off. So I'm a fan of Benedict Cumberbatch.
2: All right, fair enough. I'm still not really sold on him. Still don't get it. But I, I mean, yeah. I, I agree. He was good in in Avengers. Yep. Um, well, this is the, maybe he needs. That- yeah, maybe he needs someone to play off because there was nothing happening in Doctor Strange. No, it was just a bunch of sorcery. <laughs> uh, but this,
1: this, I mean, this all lies on
2: him. Now
1: there's some like you know, other stuff, but it, it you you need to believe he is the Grinch and he he pulls it off and the animation's pretty good too, so cool yeah definitely watch worth it.
2: All right, yeah. I'm sure uh, it's a, it'll be yes. a streamer for me. Probably not gonna go out and see no. it. No, yeah. Probably not.
1: Yeah. So um. Now that I've gone through all those <laughs> I'm sorry, I need the to why? Get that off. no you're,
2: well, you're good you are good. we're here to talk about movies, and you've yes. done the your, your eyes have done the heavy lifting for these past yeah. two weeks, so it's got to happen, uh, but I did watch a movie that you assigned to me, yeah, um, and usually we don't talk too much about the uh the movies uh, that we watch until. It's time to talk about them on this forum. Um, But as soon as I finished this movie, I did have to text you. Um, You assigned me Upgrade from this year, if I'm correct. Yes, from 2018. um, Directed by Lee Wainel. Wainel? Wainel? I don't know. Directed by Lee W. um, Starring the previously mentioned Logan Marshall Green. Um and that's pretty much it. Other people do things, but he's really uh, the star of the show here. Um, and I guess Simon Maiden, he plays STEM. But uh, this is set in the near future. Technology controls nearly all aspects of life. Oh, it's happening, bro. Um, yeah. But when Gray, a self-identified technophobe, as his world turned upside down, his only hope for revenge is an experimental computer chip implant called STEM. Huh. And this movie is wild. Um yeah. It is very much a it's um as far as I can tell, there's there's no real actual through line, but very much a companion piece to um hardcore Henry in the way mm. in in that style of like this visceral, almost video game like, um modded out action hero stuff. Um this yes. is just a, a third person perspective. Um but yeah, there, there are definitely flashes of that um that I got watching this. Uh just a lot of fun. Um, Logan Marshall Green. I I like him. Um, he uh, he's struck me as like a uh, budget Tom Hardy in Prometheus. Yes, but yeah. I've seen him in some stuff since then, where it's like, okay, yeah, I have poor man's Tom Hardy. Yeah, I I have a sense of him as you know. I I have a better sense of who he is now. Yes, um, a not so
1: serious Tom Hardy. Yeah. Like, hey, lighten up. This is his uh younger, funner brother.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's his, his brother who's like, Who cares about grades, man?
1: Yeah. Hmm. Um Yes. Yeah. yeah, so um, Yeah, it you're right when you say about the uh a little bit it feels a little uh Blade Runner, twenty
2: forty nine. Yeah. Uh um, yeah, it's definitely I mean it's uh It's um, it's a cool, fun action sci-fi movie. It's definitely uh, a B movie. Um, Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, but they but done fucking done really well, and they don't lean too far into it. Like, oh, we know, you know. There's not a lot of, you know, nudge nudge, wink wink stuff. But it's just, it's a movie with a crazy premise that. Well, it's not even really necessarily a crazy premise, but it's a movie that um is going to entertain you. Like it's made yeah. to entertain you. There's, you know, they're not looking to make another Citizen Kane or something like that. They they had a good idea, a fun idea, and it was in my opinion executed incredibly well. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, basically what happens is this guy gets him, him and his wife get shot his wife yes. dies he and gets, he gets paralyzed. paralyzed and this billionaire comes and offers him this this new thing he's been working on called stem mm-hmm. and it it gives him the ability not only to walk but to kick ass yes. and it you know when in a world where we have a movie like John Wick a, yeah. a movie like John Wick is a movie that's not new it's not anything like it is uh, you know um not a superhero movie it's it's um a badass movie, you know, like yeah. you have a guy kicking a ass, kick-ass movie, right? Hell yeah. Where it got so much praise, you know, John Wick. And I like John Wick, it's fine. I
2: love John Wick. Yeah, um,
1: I, I, I like it too, but I yeah. think this did got no praise. No. I think
2: this is just as good, if not better, than John Wick was. Um, I think John Wick's a lot slicker and... um. I mean, they're movies that you can watch back to back and enjoy them both. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I and and it could just be it could be the Keanu factor that just got more eyes on it. Maybe. Um, but yeah, this is definitely not one that. Because like I the budget was about. here
1: for this. There's they didn't feel like, it didn't feel like they pulled any punches far budget. Like there wasn't any like cheats as far mm-hmm. as like oh how can we do that? I mean it was there was a lot of um not, uh, uh, you know, just uh, it was it was it felt real near future, mm-hmm. like the stuff they were using, whether it was like the computers they were using or the the uh, the mods they were doing to their bodies yeah. and stuff.
2: Well, it had that uh, lived in future that we yeah. we kind of talk about now and again when we talk about good sci fi is mm-hmm. instead of everything being silver jump sh- jump suits and everything's shiny. It's like it's it's a little beat up. It's a little rough. Um but it's advanced. Right. So but
1: and also had like a um, a a a real uh, a real a real realized future where like things that that they're using make a lot of sense. Like a yeah. just uh, the coffee table as a as a, uh, as a, um, a big,
2: it's like a console. Tablet, yeah.
1: Right. A console. Like, cause that's where you sit and Like, why wouldn't you do that? Do all your work and stuff like that would make so much sense.
2: Yeah. It's all. Yeah. And it works kind of like a, yeah, just like a tablet. And it, it makes like, you could very useful for someone who wants to make like a conference call or something. You sit down, punch a couple of things in on the coffee table, sit back and have a conversation. Something like that. Yeah. And, yeah 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 interesting Um, this and and a
1: a couple cool things with like the 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 body mods with the guns and the arms and stuff like that stuff like why hasn't that been a thing before (laughs) you know what i mean like
2: (laughs) i i I sold uh my my friend brennan on on the premise of this and um because uh we're, we're talking about something, and I was like, I watched this this movie today. Like, you gotta watch it. And uh, <laughs> I was like, I literally watched a guy put a shotgun shell into his arm and shoot it out of his palm. <laughs> yeah, it was nuts. Sweet. I there was so this was one of, um, this is the most recent to memory of a uh, movies on a short list where I've actually like, um. The first fight sequence, I, I was like, I, uh, I don't want to give it away because it's awesome, but I did audibly just go, "Oh shit," yeah. um, because I wasn't expecting that. Um, there's right. some really like <laughs> good gore. I mean, it, yeah. it didn't look cheesy. It didn't look it. It looked horrible. And good, it, like, like
1: cinematography too. Yeah, like, just like laying from one side and then like standing up and it Mm -hmm. you know
2: good fight choreography logical um and and i i i think um logan marshall green did a great job uh because he's basically playing a character who's um at certain points he's just along for the ride yeah he's out for revenge
1: but like a- am I am I out for revenge like you know like yeah do I want to go this far and yeah um because like and he had a great relationship with stem you know yeah. whether it's you know when we're talking uh hardcore henry when he's he's not even talking but like uh just the well I, I guess it's not a good comparison because hardcore henry doesn't talk but the back and forth between STEM, I guess it's it's kind of like Tony Stark and uh, yeah, Jarvis. And Jarvis, yeah. You know where you have that good back and forth, um, and y- you think about it like, how hard is that to play off someone that's not on screen? Mm-hmm. You know, and it was done pretty flawlessly. Like you yeah. bought in, like from the start. It's one of those movies you buy in right from the start, even though maybe the premise gets a little weird at points. But like for the most part, it. I was in the whole way.
2: Yeah, and the yeah the premise can get weird, but it's also um, it delivers on what it promised, and it yeah. doesn't. They introduce the premise, and then they don't take any like, I guess, leaps, of, mm. uh, like off the rails of the premise. No, um, I mean, there's some things. It's a wild like, movie, but yeah, they they set it up to where these wild things makes they're, they're part of the universe that this movie takes yeah. place in
1: yeah they build on each other and yeah. fuck yes and i love the ending was was really good yeah like i was happy with the ending because mm-hmm. like it it you, it pulled you two or three different ways before you you finally realized what was going on like you thought one thing then thought another and then you thought another mm. or at least for me i was i didn't know which way it was going to go and yeah it I thought yeah. it uh, land, stuck the landing pretty well.
2: I agree. I mean, there was definitely a way that I wanted it to end. Like, I had kind of formed these own ideas myself that I don't want to get into just because it's...
3: Hmm.
2: Yeah, I, I recommend this movie it's very highly, so I don't want people to have know beat-by-beat beat what's happening. Um, but I can tell you off-air, or if anyone wants to... Reach out to us. I'd be happy to tell you in private via either Twitter or our email or if you mm-hmm. have my number, text me. Oh, you know what? Hmm.
1: Hmm, hmm. hmm. Um you know what? We're not gonna be doing a whole lot of I mean, we're gonna do a little bit more movie talk, but yeah. Why don't we why don't we talk about it? I mean that's what
2: this podcast yeah, is sure, yeah. supposed to be, right? This yeah, podcast I, is supposed to be. I mean, I'll tell you right now, I, I gave it an eight. I strongly recommend it. Um I think it's a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, I, I, to be clear, I was happy with the ending. Um, so I'm just going to say now there's, um, I guess spoiler by omission or by by other information, but just just so you know, um, I, (laughs) I was kind of, it was kind of selfish, but I was kind of hoping that they would become like, almost like a buddy cop duo.
1: Oh, the, you just go around kicking ass, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kicking ass like, and solving yeah, crimes, yeah uh yeah, well, uh well, because it because it had so much fun and so much because it was kind of like tongue and cheek kind of violence almost mm-hmm. like it was it was real, but like for the most part, you know his the way he was reacting to what he was doing to people was like then you it, it you allowed it. Yeah. You know what I mean? As an audience, you allowed it. Um and but toward then at the end, like when he ends up shooting uh shooting a cop. Yeah. And like that kind of that happens, like it actually takes a turn for like, hey, this is a different an ending that, you know, as much as you like this movie and you know, you want the the good guy to win, um this isn't that, you know, we're not gonna give you that. And I appreciated that a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I, like this movie took chances even up to the last scene. Yeah. You know, um, and it, you know, with, with STEM winning and it being a, a little bit of a, a red herring with the, the, um, uh, there's, there's a little bit of a plot holes with the, um, with the, the billionaire guy mm-hmm. kind of, you know, not being able to control it and him just being a pawn and the whole thing kind of was like eh, maybe, maybe but um you know and that whole thing where everything's kind of realized but mm-hmm. for the most but for him not to win after that's all realized and for stem to be the ultimate winner yeah is is um i i gave it props for that
2: yeah i i mean i like the ending like i said um But I guess I just was kind of hoping for, because there was a lot of fun to be had in this movie, that it would maybe just take it there, just go a little further with it. Um, But, yeah, I definitely, uh, I I don't know. I just, I really like this movie. Um, And I feel like everything is so.
1: um, Oh, we didn't even talk about uh, mm.
2: Fisk. Oh yeah.
1: He's one of eight. he's uh what's her name in uh Blade Runner 2049. Love? Yes. He reminds me of her a little bit where just um has a goal. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of animosity other than this is what we need really need to do. Yeah, I have an and objective. Kind of in the way, you know.
2: Yeah, absolutely. He w- he was really good, and that was uh, Benedict Hardy. Um,
1: yeah, uh, someone who I'd never, I never—I mean, I saw him. I guess I saw him in Hacksaw Ridge, but I don't remember him.
2: Um, yeah, I'm looking. I I don't think I have seen him. But yeah,
1: he was good. Yeah, he uh, was
2: good. Um, in his the lead up to. His his whole his whole plot line was was a pretty nice, well packaged thing. Is there's this, um, almost noir ask like the, he's trying to track oh, sure. down this this guy, and um, when he's finally able to uh, get him, it's not the guy that he's looking for. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's really, I mean it's a well structured movie too. I I, I feel like. Um, B movie has a, has a negative connotation and I don't, I, I No, absolutely not. Sh- not for this. This is yeah. just
1: a, it's, um, it has a, a little bit of feel of, uh, uh, brawl and Cell block 99 mm-hmm. with the, uh, kind of graphic violence at points, you know, and it's, uh, a guy, uh, you know, a guy you're rooting for who's kind of unstoppable, even though, he's even though he's going against, um, uh, unbeatable odds. Yeah. Um, so yeah uh, yeah, really fun, like surprising, good movie um wish I hope more people watch
2: it, and like yeah. if you've gotten this far uh, you've probably seen it um well i I was looking what's pretty awesome is the budget is estimated five million, yeah, and it's made over eleven million, so it's more yeah. than doubled its cost, which um in in the dollars and cents world of producing movies uh it, it was a success so yeah um yeah uh looking back this year on this
1: year's movies so far mm-hmm. i mean we're getting towards the end i mean this is one of my one of my favorites same
2: yeah really like this one so uh
1: good very good um uh so you saw me hereditary yes i'm not going to talk about it okay um, I I want to talk to you about it. Okay. I want I want us have to us have because, a discussion yeah, about it sure. because it it's um, I don't know that you're going to like it, but it's worth watching because there's some memorable uh, shots, there's some memorable scenes, uh, there's some memorable acting, but I don't know, I still don't know if it's a good movie. <laughs> yeah, fair but enough. But I will never forget it. I I won't. That. Uh, so yeah. Uh, says it, a lot though so. yeah um, so yeah I kind of teased it on Twitter a couple uh, week ago about uh, tuning in to check it out so like if you haven't checked out hereditary, I'm not gonna sign it to Andrew but um, uh, I'm gonna let him watch it on <laughs> his leisure'll come around when yeah when you get around to it yeah uh, we will dive into it because it it's worth talking about because i I can't really talk about it without.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: talking about it. So um yeah. Um one movie I did like for no good reason whatsoever, I ended up watching uh the post. Mm-hmm. Uh a movie well, it was up not it's not for no good reason. I think it was up <laughs> for Best Picture last year.
2: <laughs> this stupid um, little movie no one's heard about.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, it was up for uh Best Picture and for uh uh, best actress. So, uh, the post is based on, uh, K Graham and, uh, Ben Bradley. K Graham is the owner of the, the Washington post. And Ben Bradley is the editor of the, the Washington post in 1972. This is taking place and you'd think this is all, oh, this is the, uh, you know, the Watergate stuff. No, mm-hmm. this is the, uh, The Pentagon Papers, which is a, uh, basically it was like this long-running thing from back, like from the Lennon-Johnson, even back to the Kennedys, this, um, whether or not the Vietnam War, did the government feel that it was a lost cause at a certain point, and why didn't we pull out Basically what it's saying is, um, what it said was, you know, we didn't want to pull out, the government didn't want to pull out because it would we would lose face with the with the rest of the world, mm-hmm. and we're still fighting this fight, and putting people, our our fighters in harm's way, um, in order to uh, not lose face with the rest of the world. We didn't want to lose this battle, sure. and just like a base, like a bad bad look for uh, our our uh, our government, and these Pentagon papers were were being. Let out by uh, ex CIA guy who wanted this to be uh, exposed because he he had seen some combat and he wanted it he wanted it known that the government was doing these things and at at the expense of our our boys going overseas and basically this is the story of K Graham who was an inherited. Who inherited the the Washington Post? Who was what was like kind of a fledgling paper? wasn't didn't have much of a uh, journalistic. Uh, it, it wasn't on the mountaintop of you know who was breaking these big stories. It was New York Times was doing it. It was like other people or other papers that were, like the the Washington Post at this time was kind of a uh, a mid. It wasn't like the New York Post, but it was not a good, uh, a, a journalistic pioneer. And Kay Graham was the, the owner and Ben Bradley was the editor. And, um, so it, it's the story of the, that. It's, it's how the New York po- or the Washington Post became the Washington Post and, um, they do a good job. Steven Spielberg, I mean, he's not going to make a bad movie. It's, yeah. it's sugar-coated, and it's melodrama some points and stuff like that. Um, what I was really mad about and what I found out later is how, like, Ben Bradley was like this. <laughs> he was larger than life, and he was very um, – uh, he had a very uh, big sense of uh, justice, and he wanted things to be right in the world, but he also mm-hmm. was a womanizer, and he was a chain smoker. Well
2: <laughs> – Funny how those things Tom intersect. Tom Hanks doesn't
1: light one cigarette throughout the whole thing, which kind of pissed me off. Which I it's Probably Tom in Hanks. his contract. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it is. Like, why? You know, he doesn't want to be seen smoking on camera. Yeah. And like, I love Tom Hanks, but like, come on, man. You don't you know? I don't know. It, this is kind of a pain by numbers movie. Yeah. Um. And it, it it does have a good story. It does have like that. that i loved about spotlight it's like this is what journalism is supposed to be it's supposed to take down the people um you know what what was essentially happened was the government was trying to censor the new york times and the washington post from printing this these these pentagon papers Mm -hmm. basically limiting free speech or the, the the freedom of the press yeah and um and they went to the supreme court and they got a ruling from the supreme court and overrode the white house And what happens at the end of this movie, which is really clever and very nice, Mm -hmm. right at the end of this movie, Meryl Streep as K Graham, they're like kind of wrapping it up. Like they've won this, and they're like, my, you know, thank God, you know, I never have to go through this again. Hopefully, we never have to deal with this again. And there's actual, um, I don't know if you know this, um, Nixon had the White House bugged.
2: Mm hmm. I've heard. And, I've heard something about this,
1: right? And like he, and then he had ended up having to release his the all the conversations he had in the White House, mm-hmm. and they actually have the White House tapes of him saying about the New York or the Washington Post that no Washington Post member will ever be allowed in here again. If they ever come in here, they will be <laughs> like we do, like never want. And like it, it's very telling, and. And she's as he. It's overlaid with her saying, "I, I hope we never have to go through this again. Yeah, this is such a stressful time." And you know, one of these in a lifetime is enough. And it, it overlaid with him saying, "We'll never let a Washington Post remember. And then all of a sudden, you see uh, an outline of the 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 Watergate Hotel, which this the Watergate happened like the same year that this ended up, uh-huh. and actually, it is the sequel. Or the prequel to all the Pre- presidents men, because literally wow. the guy that, interesting, it looks almost exactly like. I don't know if you remember the opening of all the presidents men. It opens with uh, a security guard walking into a a place where there, like a door had the the latch was taped off with like masking tape, and he's like kind of looking around and like opens this door, and it's like shot for shot the the end of this movie and the beginning of all the president's men is like shot for shot and it's pretty sweet. It's like so as soon as I'm done with this the post I'm like oh, I got to watch all the president's men. Mhm. And I when's the last time you watched all the president's men?
2: Um probably 10 years ago.
1: Yeah. I it's really good. Like it is mm. like I was really happy to see how well it ha- held up. And I, when I watched it I must have not gave a Talk about anything that was going on because I thought it was boring. I watched this movie. There's some really good filmmaking going on this really good long takes of uh <clears throat> um whether it's just a stationary cam or it's moving through the Washington Post, the the newsroom, like going back and forth. Just really good um uh a really good movie. Yeah. Um uh the, i mean i guess the worst part of it is Dustin Hoffman is like such so annoying but hmm. i guess it's it's offset by uh Robert Redford's like goody two shoes guy like guy but um uh so i watched all the president of men really good movie you, play, you get to see Ben Bradley represented by Tom Hanks and mm-hmm. then by Jason Robards who got uh an academy award for best supporting uh for as Ben Bradley, so that led me to watch a documentary on Ben Bradley, which is called um, "Newsmen" or mm-hmm. "News," Newspaperman. Yeah, "Newspaperman," uh, the life and times of Ben Bradley, which is streaming on. Uh, 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 it's on HBO, but I think I might be able to watch it on Amazon. I'm not sure though.
2: Let me. Newspaperman, you said. Yeah. <laughs> Newspaperman costume. Mm. Um. Uh, yeah. It's just on. Yeah. HBO. You gotta use. So, sorry HBO. about that.
1: Yeah. Uh. But anyways, it's uh Ben Bradley, uh basically a pioneer of journalism, a guy who w- didn't wasn't afraid to take on. Uh you know the establishment even though he was a part of the establishment and he was like really good friends with like Jack Kennedy and stuff um it it was it was just a really interesting look at a man like like where people when you can look at a person at, in these times hmm. where you can either find the good parts of him or the bad parts of him i mean he, he was you know he left his two of his wives for younger models, mm-hmm. or not the, models, the old trade in like younger, and, yeah. Versions. I know what you mean. Yes, um, and kids behind. But he also, you know, fought the establishment. He was, you know, he was wasn't afraid to put his reputation, his career, and even sometimes his life, because like there was like threats against him, and um, and like he did some great journalism. So like it's a he was a complicated yeah uh influential man and it was um just a good i guess a, a nice little trilogy of movies that I kind of made for myself yeah in watching this and like i felt like within a, I think a day and a half span I watched all three of these movies and uh uh yeah just kind of a, a deep dive into all this so um i think oh uh, all the president's men is streaming on voodoo so with a couple ads you you can get through that mm-hmm. um uh so yeah um i don't know it's it, with all the in f- what's what's interesting is because of like all the fake news and stuff that's going on now mm-hmm. all that stuff was happening back then like it, like the right it, whether it's this white house or that white house or you know They're going to fight back against the people who are making outrageous claims. But, and I think, I, and, and my mom asked me this all the time. She's like, I don't trust anybody that says anything. Blah, blah, blah. I said, there are like legitimate, good journalists out there. Yeah. You just got to search them out. They just don't and work yes, at
2: BuzzFeed.
3: <laughs>
1: well, I mean, but there is some good stuff going on <laughs> on BuzzFeed too. Like you have to like discern it. Like uh, 10 years ago, Bu- Deadspin was like this flint- fringed like thing you shouldn't even trust you know (laughs) But like (laughs) they break some the the national choir had like has some legitimate news stories that they broke you just have to weave through the bullshit yeah you know you have to it has to be vetted you have to get your sources you have to you have to um you know uh and you have to earn it as a reporter yeah you can't um and and you can't listen to Talking Heads on TV giving their opinions. It's not opinions.
2: Yeah, it's not about. They have opinions.
1: to be facts. They have to be reported. So, um, you right? Yeah, I think it just it's a good juxtaposition between today and back then. Now, uh, because back then they were like, "Hey, this is I don't this is outlandish journalism. This is like not yeah. they didn't have fake news, but that's what it was. Yeah, they just. You know,
2: the term so, hadn't been popularized. Yeah, that's right. Huh. Yeah, that is. Um, that's awesome that you kind of went down that rabbit hole. I, I am a fan of stuff like that. So yeah.
1: Well, when like if you can, and that's the great thing about movies. Even though mm-hmm. the post isn't that great of a movie, I mean it's fine. I'm, I won't remember a whole lot it's from a, it other than it led me movie. down. That yeah. It led me down that ra- rabbit yeah.
2: hole. Yeah. There you go. Nice. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think now. I don't know why I'm like searching my brain for when I actually saw all the presidents men, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah, <laughs> no. like, when was? Well, the I because I, I, I think this. I've seen it, it twice.
1: Yeah, I mean, no, no matter how long it's been, it's it's definitely watch a re- worth a rewatch because yeah. there are some some good cinematography ish like uh really innovative stuff for that time and it doesn't lean on any of the like the tropes mm-hmm. of the time um it doesn't feel as dated as you might think uh coming out i mean it came out the year i was born so i mean it's forty, forty-one 41 years ago so um yeah as it as dated as i may seem it doesn't feel that bad <laughs>
2: Oh, for show sure. mm. oh, um did you get the
1: other did you see any other things get into anything- anything else
2: um f- finished up Luke Cage, which yeah is, um it was good it's uh more than um more than talking about that actually the thing that I think is most interesting is the future of. What's gonna be happening to these Marvel shows because Iron Fist was canceled prior to Luke Cage. Oh really? Being cancelled, and then I, and then Luke Cage was canceled. Um and one of there was a really good episode in uh season two of Luke Cage where um they teamed up and so people are wondering it's like potentially one of two things. Is they we might be getting a Heroes for Hire Netflix TV show or um, Marvel's going to slowly cancel all their Netflix... Sh- not even slowly. Cancel all their Netflix shows and move it to the Disney platform when that starts up. Yeah. So <laughs> Which would be unfortunate. Op- or or yeah. they just... Very opposite Daredevil, ends of the so, spectrum.
1: You know, popular. That they would yeah. just be reoccurring characters there.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that either. That'd yeah. be nice. Um, but yeah, it's weird. I... I guess I've, I've not read a lot of reviews, um, but when I was reading an article about, oh, what's happening, people were like, oh, the you know diminishing returns on Daredevil and The Punisher was a letdown. I'm like, well, I really liked both those shows. So mm-hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is <laughs> news to me. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, I guess it's the audience or like uh, I would say for me at least – one thing for me, it's it was, even though it's been what, f- probably four years since Daredevil came out, maybe three.
2: Yeah, it's been. a I little mean, bit.
1: but we've gotten, you know, what three seasons of Daredevil? Three
2: Daredevil, two Jessica two. Jones, well, two of the other ones. Yeah. Ex- Punisher got one, and the Defenders team up.
1: Yeah. So, so like for me it was just a little bit too much. It like, was yeah,
2: it's a lot and it, they they do ask a lot of you because they th- none of the seasons of those shows needed to be longer than 10 episodes. Right. Like they all had had dips. One of the big complaints I had about Luke Cage was that the you have these hour long episodes and they have like it is cool that and and people are excited to come on stage and perform at the the club in the show but you have these 5 minute like musical interludes where nothing's actually happening and it, it's not moving the story forward at all and i i don't know it it can be kind of challenging and i don't think that um i don't know yeah i i feel like it's a disservice to the show yeah so yeah a cool premise just that it, it doesn't work. it doesn't need to be there all the time, so right yeah um but it'll be interesting to see what happens with that and really with with everything, I mean, I'm sure Disney will start doing a ton of original programming um, yeah. yeah, not just another streaming site to to tack on still cheap, yeah. still cheaper than cable, but yep. <laughs> but at what point? Yes.
1: Well, that's that's where we start to team up. Yeah. And split the bill. Yeah.
2: Exactly. So.
1: Yeah. Um, we did get some uh, recommendations from some listeners. Nice. Um, both uh, Fredo and Devin. Uh, uh, I think I th- well I don't know Fredo liked Bohemian Rhapsody but he saw it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know uh, Devin really enjoyed it. So uh, that's going to be on the list for me. Um, Fredo saw Bad Times at the uh, uh, El Royale, or at, isn't right? Bad Times yes, at the El Royale.
2: At the El Royale, yeah.
1: Yes. Um, a movie that I really want to see. I just, God damn it, haven't had
2: a chance to yeah. see. Yeah.
1: And um, you also saw Stars Born, which uh, my wife and I are going to see
2: tomorrow night. Oh, nice.
1: Yeah. So I've heard really good things about that. Um, so. Uh, Bradley Cooper's uh,
2: directorial debut, so we'll see how that goes. I've heard really good things too, and I actually, but I did hear, I don't know, of course, because there has to be backlash now. I did hear that the guy that Bradley Cooper plays is—it's kind of like got the Tom Hanks treatment, like he's not really a very nice guy, um, right? It was like backlash over main character not actually being a nice guy. <laughs> Why are we calling this backlash? Yes. <laughs> Characters are different, and people <laughs> are different. Stop it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's another one. Uh, both those I do want to see. So yeah. Um,
3: yeah.
1: So it's. Uh, it's an interesting time for movies because I know that like I do want to see Bad Times. I do I want to see all three of those, right? Bohemian, mm-hmm. uh, Bad Times, and Star is Born. But um, it just feels like a weird year for movies. I don't. Uh, do we do we have a big blockbuster season? Like I felt like we've uh. gone here for like a month or two without like any like huge like
2: um releases I in mean, the theaters. Uh, other than know. a or i almost said age of ultron other than um infinity war infinity war yeah i don't know nothing nothing pops out i'm sure I'm missing something was there a transformers there's probably a transformers movie <laughs> yeah, in there somewhere but I'm thinking there. Like, i
1: don't know uh, we had a summer release like late summer release with dunkirk um last year we had you know um was last year we had uh and at this time of year, we had uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yeah, you know. Um, so, like, uh, I don't know. It just feels like a, a weird year for me. I know. Well, I know. I, I, I want to see as many movies either. So,
2: I know. Um, I I feel like I'm. I understand what I'm picking up. What you're putting down. I it just. Um, like there there hasn't been really i again other than Avengers, but even just having to specify that, I feel like that is indicative of a lot right there um, mm. that I have to keep remembering that Avengers came out um but yeah i I don't know there's there hasn't been that. There hasn't been the unexpected runaway success. Like, of course, Avengers did great. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Meg did really good, but, you know, they promoted the hell out of that thing. Like, it it was not a surprise that that, if it even was a hit, I guess. We'll look that up. But, yeah, there was no, like, runaway I mean, Black, Black Panther surprise. Year, yeah, Black Panther huge. almost 10 months ago now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and...
1: uh, Ready Player One was kind of a bust.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, Avengers, Um, Deadpool two was this year, of course. Incredibles two, yeah. Uh, Well, and like movies that I really liked, like, but just not. It didn't have the fanfare. I don't think that, like, I'm used to seeing. Um, Like Sicario, the newest Sicario movie came out this year. Mm -hmm. A movie I really, really liked, uh, but really didn't get the fanfare that the first one got. Right, and of course Mandy. Which you, I I need you to watch as well. So yeah. like you need to make a double feature, oh, Mandy Jesus and uh, Hereditary. hereditary. <laughs> that will uh, fuck up your weekend.
2: <laughs> um, worldwide gross for the Meg, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> sounds like an interesting combo. Um, was three hundred and fifteen million nine hundred and sixty thousand and seventy four dollars. Yeah an
1: upgrade 11. Mhm. Fucking 11 such million. a better such a good movie. Yeah. Christ. Um yeah. Uh yeah, so well, here. Oh, <laughs> funny I, I was uh I texted you earlier well cuz um uh, I guess we can talk a little bit about uh Stan Lee. Yeah. Um I you we had we were texting back and forth a little bit about uh mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And I, I, because I, I was looking for like total Marvel movies, like since the re, since uh, Iron Man, Yes. I guess. And, uh, that they did, uh, <laughs> $17 billion. Yeah. So far worldwide with, uh, since the first Iron Man, which is just fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, and going from what, from what uh, Marvel was like in the late '90s, like mid to late '90s, it was like it was like uh, it was almost done. Like they almost were. I think they did file bankruptcy. Yeah. At some point. Um. um probably. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. And to go from that to, you know, pretty much kicking Batman's to teeth in, printing money every time a movie yeah. comes out.
2: Yeah. Uh yeah, it is wild. Um before we fully dive into that though, I I am looking at the summer movie a summer movie uh list that an IMDB user made, which, as we know, they're not the most reliable of people, but I'm looking at the movie as like The Predator came out, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, yeah. Sicario, A New Mission Impossible, Ant Man and the Wasp, The First Purge the Mag, Slenderman, Skyscraper, like these things that are just like did mm-hmm. yeah. Little Mermaid, I mean, some of things
1: about. Like I've heard good things about. Sure. Mission Possible. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like when you have that with like the Mag, yeah. you know, pulling a bunch of money, like.
2: Uh, Mama, yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Mama Mia sequel, Hotel Transylvania three.
1: Uh, oh, that's the last movie I saw in the theaters.
3: That's it. <laughs>
2: ideal home the equalizer Two, christopher robin which i saw a trailer for i'm like that might be good and then completely yeah. forgot about it i'm shocked that it's even out um just the alpha teen titans go to the movies
1: oh i can't wait to see that i love teen titans go oh
2: i love it I'll, so much i'll watch it yeah but I I don't think I've ever watched Teen Titans Go, but I definitely watched Teen Titans. Oh, it's it's one that me and the boy can on, watch at uh, the same time, right? Yeah, but that's like a more that's a more recent version. There was another one when I was younger. Was oh yeah, on like, Teen Titans. Yeah, just Teen Titans. I think it was yeah. called.
1: Yeah, this is a little bit uh, tongue in cheek. Mm. Uh,
2: eh, fun. Yeah, feels like a little bit of SpongeBob in there. Nothing <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Um, happy oh, time murders, which it. they promoted the shit out of. <clears throat> Saw that was one that? everywhere. The happy time murders with oh. the puppets and yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Fuck. I didn't, I forgot. Totally forgot about that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I can't
1: wait for you to watch hereditary and <laughs> Mandy in the same weekend. <laughs> That's going to be great.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, the base. Mm, okay. Um, yeah just movies that just utterly forgettable Jurassic World
1: yeah i have no interest
2: it's not good so. um
3: Quiet place this year which i really liked
2: yeah that was that's that's another quite, uh, early one too though
1: yeah i mean that's uh last year's uh what is it get out for me as far as like that small independent movie mhm
2: little indie yeah. that could
1: early in the early in the year
2: yeah yeah, uh, but anyways, yes. uh,
1: You want to talk a little bit? Uh, yeah, I mean we. Stanley?
2: Yeah, we, um, You know, we. He contributed a lot to movies. I mean, he wasn't a director or anything, but like we said, Marvel's printing money these days, and he was one of the biggest, if not the biggest, mind behind Marvel Comics. Or definitely the man who uh, had the reins. He's the man that, yeah, he could sell it. Yeah, he could definitely sell it because
1: and there's a lot of people like uh, Jack Kirby is supposed, you know, mm-hmm. supposedly been. I mean, he was. He was. He the, was. Yeah, the line behind the the Fantastic Four, and you know, as much as um, uh, as uh, uh, Stanley was, you know, influential in Spider-Man, it was more of uh, what's his name? Um, damn it. I can't remember his name. Jack Kirby, Fan- Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. Spider Man was that guy. Yeah,
2: I, um, I don't know who else.
1: No, there was uh, when 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 you go down through the like um, when you go down through the history of yeah of all the different um, uh, Marvel characters. Stanley gets the. Steve,
3: idea, Ditko. Like,
2: yeah, Steve yeah. Ditko. Yeah,
1: Steve Ditko. Yeah, he, he that's like Spider-Man is Ditko, as much as you know. And but Stanley was the front man for all of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, with the X-Men, it was, um, it was. Uh, oh my God,
3: um, Clare uh,
1: Claremont
2: had you
1: know had that great uh,
2: Claremont. Yeah, had the best yeah, run. It,
1: yeah, and the longest and most influential run. As mm-hmm. as much as Stanley came up with the idea of it and stuff. But um in and, and sometimes uh peop like the hardcore I, I listen to some like comic podcasts and stuff where like Stanley is isn't really looked at fondly mm-hmm. in like some of the, the more hardcore or nerdy like circles, right? Yeah. Which maybe some of that's true where he took a little bit more of the shine off of it, but he also made it a brand and made it like, like you have to have a front man to sell it. And he did that really, really well.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm at this point, I I feel like that is just contrarianism and, the same like the the whole bill finger thing is like, yeah, of course, his name should be on there on mm. Batman, but it also doesn't sound like it's almost like revisionist history of like well, this guy got erased from from Batman history, so now we're gonna swing the pendulum the exact opposite way, and it's like right, yeah, but
1: and at the same time it's he hasn't been because everyone knows. Well, anyone that is anyone, like no one knows who created. Like, if you ask my mom who created Batman, she doesn't know. But like, we know that Bill Finger had a big influence.
2: Absolutely, yeah. You know, yeah.
1: And but just just know that like for like those like all those comics that get put out, like you know when they were coming out, like all these writers and stuff. There's like a ton of writers on all these comics and stuff. Like, like Stanley couldn't wasn't writing all these comics. He couldn't have. No. um, but he also was the like the editor in chief mm-hmm. or whatever. He was the, the the guiding light. He was the the man, the front man, the salesman, mm-hmm. the guy that who put the face on Marvel Comics. And f- other than Captain America, or maybe even now Iron Man, mm-hmm. like he is the face of Marvel. Yeah, you know, or he was the face of Marvel because he was. That guy who showed up in all the movies and, you know, did the, the cameo. Oh, there's Stanley. Where's Stanley's cameo? Though? Yeah. And it, it's sad to hear him go. That was, it is, it, yeah. It, it was a, like you knew it was coming.
2: Of course, yeah. But
1: but I it, don't was, know. it was um,
2: – If you have a problem with Stanley, you better well, – they probably do hate George Lucas, but you better hate George Lucas and uh, Steve Jobs too. So I have yeah. news for you. They, <laughs> they were pretty much just the guys who collected all the pitches yes and
1: but also influential in their own way,
2: so like yeah, they knew what to, they know what to pick, yeah, like <laughs> you know i'm for for every good idea that Steve Jobs went with, I'm sure I, I hate Steve Jobs, um I think that he did a lot of harm for technology with all those patent issues he created, um and I don't think that he's a fucking folk hero at all. Uh but anyways, for for every good idea that he latched onto, I'm sure there were dozens, if hundreds, of bad ideas. Um so yeah, I don't know. Don't yeah, I don't know. They there this new like revisionist history of like downplaying key people's involvement it's like Bob Kane didn't even Neither of us were in there, but Bob Kane popularized Batman. Eve by marketing genius. By I don't know. Maybe he had more of a hand, less of a hand. But t- stop acting like these people did nothing.
1: Yeah, you can have a great story if you don't have a if you don't
2: have a publisher. <laughs> no one's going to hear your story. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. But anyways, um, Stanley. Uh, and, and he seemed to enjoy his life. He seemed to really enjoy, um,
1: Oh, he did. Yeah. I, I just, I, I've heard a ton of interviews with him, Mm -hmm. whether with a lot of them with Kevin Smith, um, a lot of them with just in like super self deprecating, Mm -hmm. you know, to always telling us if it's like a grand grandpa.
2: Oh yeah. Just,
1: just kind of like telling the same stories over and over again. And, um, never like I never heard like any bad word, like he never was vindictive or never mean or anything uh I know there was a, a situation here like a year or two ago where like someone was trying to take advantage of like elderly abuse mm-hmm. of him, which you know was was kind of sad but um yeah, uh for me, you know uh he's put a lot of fun in my life for the last yeah. couple at least with movies go, how with movies and definitely with the comics um and you you had a suggestion on uh like a top 5 of our favorite cameos of his
2: uh, yes, from the yeah. he's
1: from and he's done a lot of cameos so yeah. like you sent me a youtube video and mm-hmm. maybe we could post that on um on our twitter or something uh where you can watch you know not just from like the most recent but like dating back to like and, Like, the was. trial
2: of the hulk <laughs> yeah <so laughs> I didn't, pack, wait, didn't know that yeah. was a thing
1: yeah uh well did, have you ever seen any of the hulk episodes from the 80s uh
2: yeah yeah is oh, so that it's from, it, from it, the tv show thing. yeah okay i thought it was like a, a vhs movie or something like no, the no. Uh, like the punisher with dolph lundgren no oh yeah
1: yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah I d- or, I d- or that that unreleased fantastic four movie <laughs> have you heard of that yeah like from yeah like the mid-90s or something like
2: that yeah there's a running <laughs> there's like a running gag in the fourth season of arrest development about that that is really good in an otherwise not great season of a show <laughs> um but yeah that's <laughs> so bad they shelved it <laughs> uh, along with the really great version of hidden away with the great version of uh fan four stick that what's his name allegedly made? Um, um I, don't I don't know. The the one, the guy who was like, Oh, the, I made a great movie. The studio ruined it. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. yeah. We'll never know. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, yeah. So he's, he's done a lot mostly in marvel stuff. Yeah. But yes. Um so I figured, you know, it's it's one of those things and I'll uh, I'll post a video on our Twitter that I found um, that it's just quick and easy and I figured we didn't need to spend a lot of time waxing poetic on it, but um it would be nice cuz yeah. he, he did provide a lot for us. So.
1: Yes. Um well, my number 5 uh from 2011 uh, because I know you don't like Thor that much, but mm-hmm. I I've enjoyed most of the Thor. The second one's kind of, and the third one obviously was really good. Yes. Uh, but the from the first Thor movie, uh, him in the truck trying to pull Mjolnir out of the ground, and yeah. the truck bed comes flying off, and him just being the the dumbass mm-hmm. truck driver. And like and there's going to be a, a, a overrunning theme in these movies, or in these things where it's also self-deprecating, looking stupid or looking kind of inept. Um it's just very self-deprecating.
2: So easy to love. So yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um that that is a great one. Um my number 5 is uh from 2014, Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Um when the captain uh steals his suit back from the museum. Mm. <laughs> and, uh Nah. Stanley is the, <laughs> the security guards. I am so fired.
1: <laughs> yes, pretty good. Nice little and and otherwise a very like very uh, Down, serious movie. downer of a movie, yeah. Yes. I
2: mean downer's not the, the yeah,
1: just very serious, very A uh, very
2: lighthearted moment. Yes. Yeah. That's very good.
1: Um my number Four is Guardians of the Galaxy from 2013. Um where uh, Rocker Raccoons like eyeballing <laughs> him, uh, just the rich guy, like rich old guy, hitting on a young chick, just trying to like you know make the moves on on uh, on someone much younger. Which you could imagine Stanley trying to charm some young some lady, and I hope so that he was doing that well into his 90s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, uh,
3: <laughs> my number that's four. How, that's yeah. how I hope he went out.
2: Hitting on someone. Hell yeah. yeah. Getting shot by a jealous lover. (laughs) Shot by a raccoon. Um, Number four from 2012. A movie I haven't seen, but it was on the... uh, um, On the compilation, and I I thought it was a great little sight gag from... from, Did I say 14? From 2012, whatever I said. The Amazing Spider-Man. He's like, there's... He's in a library listening to headphones, and there's a fight going on behind him, and he's just walking, walking through while certain danger is like an arm's length away with with not a clue or. A oh yeah, in the world. that's a really good scene. Yeah, it just and I haven't he's even got seen the, the headphones the, on. Yeah, and just kind of. I haven't seen the movie. It just it was so just sweet, and charming. Yeah. Yep.
1: Uh, my number, what is it? Three. Yes. Uh, yeah, my number. No two. What? No
3: three.
1: Three. three. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh Age of Ultron, two thousand four. Um while <laughs> whilst uh, uh pouring out drinks from a uh a land, I like I said, I still I love Thor just because of his cluelessness at points and his just a all shucks good guy, just yeah. kind of that is a, um,
2: it's a solid um, gag.
1: Yeah. And um and uh him as a um uh, as a uh, a vet a vet saying Oh we can drink we can drink you guys under the table, and obviously, then a little bit later he has to be carried out <laughs> because Thor's drink has rendered him useless <laughs> and that's how I'd like to think he went out.
3: yeah
2: <laughs> I'm starting to sense another theme here um my number three from two thousand seventeen uh Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, where he is uh, sitting in a spacesuit talking to aliens. Um, <laughs> telling, regaling them with with stories that they're not interested in, and they start to walk away. And he, t- I I don't think he says ah shucks, but he's just a real ah shucks moment, where he's like, yeah. it's just oh geez, you guys, how am I <laughs> it's Just funny. Yeah, I mean all all these are pretty damn funny. Yeah. Uh,
1: for me, uh, number two, uh, from two three, uh, Lou Ferrigno or the Hulk from 2003, yes. him and Lou Ferrigno just as security guards, like the two, uh, just the odd couple of pairing mm. uh, them, you know, being paired up as security guards. <laughs> Lou Ferrigno is oh, a yeah. giant Hulk, like, pardon upon pun, the hulking man. Yes. And uh, Stanley is just this frail little old man. And I, <clears throat> if Lou Ferrigno just got pissed at him one night, I hope that's how he went out. <laughs>
2: yeah that's um this is my number two too sweet yeah no, uh and i think funny, we both
1: have the same number one right Cause, I, yeah this, i mean this you've this got this to is how he had to have gone out as him being the dj for
2: deadpool oh no my number one <laughs> oh, is not the, the DJ same. dj in the strip club yeah that i do love that one um <laughs> i do hope it, that's how he went out not not talking to jason lee <laughs> in uh oh no that's really good in mall rats yeah that is yeah. um uh, another one of the the big three Kevin Smith movies for me that I love, um, Mallrats, 1995. He's giving uh, Jason Lee's character um, romantic advice, yeah, and yeah. then <laughs> finds out that his friend put S- Stanley up to it. <laughs> he talks about how he just gave him a just a standard issue story from you know from yeah. his repertoire,
1: <laughs> and that's how I hope he went
2: out. Yeah. Just... <laughs> bullshitting with younger kids <laughs> in a right. mall yeah so hopefully I mean those are nine really good options of how how to call it a day
1: yeah yep. some people want to go out during sex some people mm-hmm. want to do it during sleep i say doing it DJing at yeah. a strip joint
2: yeah I mean, your legacy really lives on that way because why, why did that place get shut down you didn't hear Stanley died in there. <laughs> we killed Stanley. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um So like I said, keep keep an eye out on Twitter. I'm going to post that video because yep. um, it is good. And it's only it's only 10 minutes, but it is what I mean. I don't know what you've got going on, but it could be the most fun 10 minutes you have that day. Yeah, Cause it, it is really it. It's a fun little trip. Um. Yes, and
1: thank you guys for sending in what you're watching and recommending. I appreciate that. It's fun to see that, and hopefully I can catch up with some of the stuff in theaters. Uh, same, uh, same. I know it will be tomorrow. Hopefully. Um and uh yeah. Other than that, there are some great movies out there to be watched. I think we went over a bunch of them tonight. Yes. Uh, um. Oh. We didn't go over our assignments oh yeah
2: yes oh good okay uh yeah so i've got for you um a documentary about a movie which uh mm-hmm. it's right up uh right up your alley as i understand it um they'll love me when i'm dead uh from 2018 it is about uh orson well the uh process of orson welles making his final attempting to make his final film
1: nice so um I got one for you. Um movie I've talked about at length on other podcasts and on this one mm-hmm. uh the Barkley Marathon stream on Amazon right now. Uh f- um fascinating movie like uh there's a race culture out there that a lot of people don't understand or, or they see it and they're like fuck you guys, but it Hell is addictive yeah. and this is one of those things where, like, I'd love to be able to do it. I just know that I don't have the endurance to do it. Uh, it's just, it's very interesting. So, check that out. Barclay Marathons on Amazon. It's not. It is. It's far away from Barclay or Berkeley, <laughs> as you can imagine. It's the Barclay, Berkeley.
2: Yes, excellent. Um, and uh, if you're looking for something to watch before we discuss these next week. Um, waiting on our recommendations from 2008. The uh, found footage cl- uh, film Cloverfield mm-hmm. is now streaming on Netflix. One of the great, um, best examples of the J.J. Uh, Abrams mystery box that does not is is not a good copy paste formula for all movies. Works here. Yeah. Uh,
3: yeah.
1: Good flick. Good watch. And for me, I will. Recommend, I think, did I say Amazon? Yeah. Yes. Uh, The Girl with All the Gifts. Um, Zombie movie with a little twist on it. So, a little bit of fun with your zombies. Mm -hmm. Um, And, fun fact, I just went through the Edgar Wright uh, Summit Peg trilogy this week as well. Oh. Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and The World's End.
2: Hot Fuzz is streaming on Netflix right now. I know that.
1: Yes. Fucking. That's an underrated movie, man. It I agree. So cl- very clever. There's so much stuff, and stuff I pick up every time I watch it. Every time. Nick Frost is the best in this movie, because Sun Pegg's playing a straight man, mm-hmm. and Nick Frost is playing kind of the straight man, but like kind of the oafish goof of a straight man. And um, <laughs> Well, no. He's not the straight man. He's the Laurel to the Hardy. <laughs> the Hardy to the Laurel?
2: I... I... Know. I... Yeah, I I think it is a really good movie. Yeah. Um, and it is. I think uh, maybe Shaun of the Dead just gets more shine because it is a oh, genre it was flick. The first of the. It's the first one. It's a genre flick, and and people are more ready to go to bat for something like that. Um. But there's such yeah, a it's great line in too. all three of these fucking movies,
1: like stuff you see in the Shaun of the Dead you see in, in um. World's End, like it's mm-hmm. just like little subtle just hints, mm-hmm. just uh, and very clever writing. I love Egarite, love him, love him. There, you, well, there you have it. But don't watch that, watch uh, The
2: Girl <laughs> with All the
3: Gifts, yeah. From
2: <laughs> so, all that is to say, check out The Girl with All the Gifts. Uh, next week, we're going to be reviewing. The Barclay Marathons and the Love Me When I'm Dead, and uh, maybe, you, hereditary. maybe
1: hereditary, maybe hereditary, and, and Mandy. Oh no, um, you got a big we'll weekend. We'll
2: see. Yeah. yeah. Well, I I could have a big recovery day too. That's yeah. a possibility. That's right. Um. So yeah, uh, Cloverfield and the Girl with All the Gifts, Netflix and Amazon Prime, respectively. Um. If you want something tried and true that we both uh, we know we know you'll like, we know mm-hmm. we think. We think we know you'll like. There's nah. no telling, but Me you can cool. tell us. Um, Bruneviewpod at Gmail or at Bruneviewpod on uh, Twitter and Bruneviewpod on uh, on Untapped. Yeah. See, see what you're And drinking.
1: if you guys have seen Mandy or and or uh, uh, Hereditary, tell Andrew. Get on it. Watch it. Yeah. Watch if, you've se-
2: if you've seen Mandy, talk to Andy. Huh. Alright. <laughs> bye you guys. Yeah. Yep. Bye bye. Bye 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 <laughs> boy boy. Let me
1: upgrade your village. <laughs> How you gonna upgrade me? Let's hide number one. You know I used to beat that black. Now I be the block.
4: I hear you be the block, but I'm the like to keep the streets on. No, this true, the type that like to keep them on the leash, though. I'm known to walk alone, but I'm alone for a reason. Sending me a drink ain't appeasing. Believe me, come harder. This won't be easy. Don't doubt yourself. Oh, trust me, you need me. This ain't a shoulder with a chip or an ego. But what you think they all mad at me?